0: Hey everyone, Uh, welcome to the Game Gravy Rewind podcast, episode 4. This is Michael, and with me I have uh, Anthony and Jeff.
1: Hello! Hey, how's it going?
0: Yeah, and uh, we're going to have Ant kick it off here with what we've been playing lately.
2: So, I've been playing an indie shop title from Over the Moons. It's called The Fall. It's on Wii U. And it's part one of a three-part trilogy. Um... They haven't released the second or third game yet. This game came out earlier in the year on Steam, and it just came to Wii U this following week or this past week.
0: I've been playing on the PC, so
2: just yes, and and it came out on a Tuesday, which is kind of weird. Came out of nowhere, but uh, Nintendo tweeted it out, and um, normally they release their games on Thursday, so I thought a Tuesday was a little weird, but um. Yeah, it's good enough to definitely deserve its own day, I would say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um, so the game has like you'll you'll notice when you first t- start it, it has its feel of Metro Super Metroid or or the old school games um like Flashback or Out of This World, even like Prince of Persia, where um it's gonna be less focused on the action and more focused on puzzles. Mm-hmm. It it walks around and it it has like a darker atmosphere, almost like Limbo. Where you're, you're, everything's really dark. It's almost like your silhouette, and you, the only color that's really added to it are like buttons or um, items of special interest. And you also have like a flashlight that you can <laughs> use to look at uh, other items or areas of interest. I mean, you um, should back that up a
0: second like... and t- say what it's even about. Like, it's kind of cool. It's got more of a serious tone um, than most games recently. I guess I've been playing, or you've been playing at least, uh, because it's about. What uh, a officer or a marine or something like that that falls uh, out of their ship from a crash, and is rendered unconscious, and uh, the AI in your suit takes over to help you out to seek medical attention. So you are the AI which is yeah and in the,
2: cool. the one rule the ai has to follow is that it's its first priority is to is the safety of the um the person pilot. inside that it's pr- protecting yeah the pilot inside it's almost think like iron man in the in the iron man suit you know controlled by jarvis or something that's that would yeah. be something similar but um, yeah, so, so you start playing and you walk with the left stick, you'll aim around with the right stick, and it kind of gets a little bit confusing control-wise, because when, once you aim at a per, of an area of interest, you hit the R button to bring up the menu, then you have to cycle through the menu with the left stick, the one that you walk with, so you're stopped and you can't move, and then you cycle through the menus, you have to pick your items with the, you know, with the, the stick, and then hit A to you know, to um, accept the action. And it, well, that's, you know, it's it, it, way it more felt... friendly,
0: by the way, than the P C version. Then what P C Yeah because how does the P C one go? The P C version is there's little question marks over certain things after you kind of use your flashlight over it and um, when you when you do that it tells you kind of a description of what you're looking at. I had no idea there was even an inventory thing where you could go through in the menu un- until I started hitting keys and looking through the controls because it doesn't <laughs> pop up automatically like it does how you're saying on the controller.
2: Yeah, it does on the Wii U. If, if as soon as you high load, uh, highlight over the action, it'll bring another drop down with all your items of inventory. That's in
0: way it. more friendly.
2: <laughs> yeah, it it, t- it takes a little getting used to. Um, you know, it like if I I took me probably the first like. Tutorial area to get used to it but once I got used to it it really wasn't any big deal but I could see how someone that doesn't play games often would have an issue with it because it, it definitely feels clunky at first and it might take some you know someone that doesn't play games as often as any of us do mm-hmm. a little bit longer to get used to it oh for sure but yeah I just I just finished the review for it though I gave it a nine and it's on the site so I, I suggest anyone that's interested in the game on the Wii U definitely go take a look at my review it's it's a really good game um it's th- tough there's too. really clever puzzles in it
0: yeah it's it's a tough it's a tough game at first if you're not up for a challenge so many games hold your hands and um nowadays with all that this game kind of like it invites you to explore and figure things out which is cool
2: oh yeah and there's no hints if you no. come up and you're stumped <laughs> on a puzzle there's nothing out there your only hint's YouTube, but... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: a- absolutely. In fact, yeah, we both got stuck at one part, and we had to YouTube it to figure it out, but we did, so... Which was good. But, anyhow.
2: So, uh, that's all I've been playing this week. Um, so, what did you been playing, Mike?
0: Uh, for me, uh, we already talked about The Fall. Uh, I've been playing that, but the other game I was playing was Thorium Wars Attack of the Skyfighter on 3DS by uh, Big Giant Games, and, um... Mm-hmm yeah it's an independent uh studio um and they're actually based in minnesota where i lived uh and there it's a really it's a different game it's kind of got it kind of has this like halo alien like vibe atmospheric vibe to it but um you know you're you're a pilot and you're flying through these different worlds and pretty much to sum it all up in story machines have taken over the world after you created them they're too smart kind of like terminator (laughs) and you're fighting for humanity uh so So you're you're fighting skynet (laughs) yeah pretty much the thorium wars that you know is against the thorium computers um but yeah so i'd have to say that the game is the, the ships are rendered beautifully and so are some levels certain levels kind of have like a nintendo 64 vibe like the very first volcanic level i was kind of disappointed at and i'm like "Eh, i hope the rest of the game is better because this is really disappointing uh but after that the levels wound up being beautiful spacious you're able to move around and maneuver you got a bunch of different ships to pick from which are highly detailed and really nice and uh it's fun the only thing i think this game lacks is like i mentioned this in my review and you can also check my review out on the site is that um It doesn't have any type of like characters or hooks to pull you in before each mission there's like a three-page mission brief that you read in all text so um i mean me i'm motivated by characters and i get sucked in the stories and the story's good don't get me wrong uh you know it's nothing i'm gonna remember probably in a year or two from now but um it was kept me in the moment while i was playing it but i just it kind of lacked that like you know that likable character facet you know so does
2: it not put a face on the character are you just kind of no. like a ship you or? are
0: the character and you know you are you're looking at the ship so but it, you
2: don't ever see yourself you then.
0: never see yourself unless you're looking not like here. in
2: Star Fox, for <laughs> instance where like you know you're fox mcleod exactly even though, like, you never really exactly. see him outside
0: it yeah that, that kind of okay, guides gotcha. you through the story and you know who you are in this mm-hmm. game you're kind of like all right you're the pilot as the player and you read the text of what your mission is and then you go to destroy the objectives or save the people that you're rallying for um I mean, which is cool, but like, I mean, he—it's he, way better than the first game that they made. So hopefully, if they make a third one. It's even better. Um,
2: is the game on rails or is it open, like free fly? It's
0: it's open. I mean, okay, there was there's one facet of the controls that kind of bothered me, and that's like there's no hover, so you really can't stand one spot and kind of look around. You're always going forward, no matter what. So it's not on rails per se, but it it's not because it's not guiding you, but. You're not stopping to look around. You're constantly moving. So if you miss something, you gotta just do another U-turn and go around and keep exploring. And hopefully you're not crashing into anything while you're doing that.
2: Okay, but but you can go backwards. It, yeah, it you can totally backtrack in levels. In fact, like the original Star Fox. Yeah, in has, fact, some levels like you need loop. to
0: backtrack. Yeah. Which is fun. But um, yeah, what were you saying about Star Fox again? I'm I'm sorry, I kind of <laughs> talked over you.
2: No, I was saying it. I was saying it doesn't keep you going straight like the original Star Fox, Correct. where you just can only go forward.
0: Yeah, correct. You can go backwards if you want.
2: Oh. Okay.
0: Um, and the last game I was playing is uh, *Infamous First Light*, which is on PS4 uh, by Sucker Punch, and uh, that game was really fun. Um, I haven't really played the first two games. This is my first diving into the game which uh a few people kind of yelled at me for i noticed because i i posted a first episode walkthrough on youtube and people were like oh you got to play the first the first two games are awesome and, or at least even play second son on ps4 which i'm gonna pick up after playing this it's cool because i lived in seattle and it was fun to see the city obviously there's things are different the controls are great um i don't know if they're improved from the original t- second son or anything like that but so you actually like haven't even game, played second son awesome. No, I have not played Second Son, because oh, I didn't have my PS4 yeah. when that came out. That's so, right. And that's this was brilliant. only 14 bucks, so I picked this up right away, because it was cheap, and it looked really cool.
1: <laughs> it is cool so, that it's a standalone, that's for sure.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So I was like, since the other games aren't needed, I was like, you know what, I'm going to start here, and then go backwards. So, And I had a lot of fun. How long is it? Great. Um, I don't know. I am i haven't played it all the way through yet. I'm, I'm recording the second episode, so I'm about an hour, and two hours two hours in pretty much right now.
1: That's not bad for $15. Sure. I, was, you know, I was reading on there, that. they were saying it was like roughly four, four and a half hours. Depends on how much uh, you actually go into the game and how much you try to collect.
0: I mean, and I'm kind of a completionist, so I'm going around through exploring the levels, you know, doing all the missions. Plus, there's a really cool upgrade panel, so there's tons to kind of do. For I felt like I got my money's worth totally for the 14 bucks, because there's just so much that the game has, and I was pleasantly surprised.
2: Yeah, it's been some pretty good games coming out lately on PS4. I'm pretty happy. Yeah, most definitely. All right, Jeff, it's your turn.
1: All right. Well, uh, I've been playing uh, Killer Instinct, and I actually just recently put up a review. Um, they uh, originally were obviously it's rare, so um, you know, and they everyone's been begging for a new Killer Instinct, of course. And yes, this did come out last year when the Xbox One hit. But I didn't want to do the review until the full Season 1 and the full features and updates were actually live. Because I didn't want to do like a half review and then have to keep updating and editing. So, um, But Double Helix actually took the major guns to create this. And uh, I think they did a pretty good job capturing that whole entire feel. Like when you originally used to play it back in the arcades. But it has like an overly, overly extreme amount of polish that makes it look way more detailed than you could possibly imagine for a fighting game and um, I think I think when they, what they were trying to do was create more of like an atmosphere because you know it's, it's, you could purchase it in seasons so you don't actually have to choose like the game and you get all the characters you could actually pick and choose your characters so instead of just buying the game you get everybody so if there's like you don't fill your roster with characters that you actually will never use but for me I think I think they should have just created one $60 game, threw it on the market, and then just been done with it instead of creating season passes to get them over the next few years. I so. agree.
2: Yeah, uh, because I, I was going to ask how you felt about their structure that they, they put in place.
1: I mean, yeah, I, with the structure, I get it. I understand it. But I personally think financially, I think it was a – it's kind of a – a gimmick move because they're trying to get extra money out of people for nothing. Cause if you're paying $60, it's like everyone's going to be paying $60 for Mortal Kombat when that comes out. And they're not going to question, you know, which characters they are going to play and what they're not going to play. But you know, they're, they're not going to have to worry about that at all. Now with me, I purchased the whole season because I'd like the chance to learn everybody. And with everybody, actually there's, there's no real learning curve. Like you pretty much jump in and you have to relearn your fighting style with each character you choose, so it's oh, yeah. it's I remember. you can't <laughs> actually. Yeah, you've played it, Mike, haven't you?
0: Uh, I played it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a Killer Instinct fan. I still have it on my Nintendo 60, uh, Nintendo 64, my Super NES. <laughs> I still yeah. have that cartridge. So um,
1: I mean,
2: well, they made gold on the N64 as well.
1: Yeah, gold was know. like the two, um, you know, Killer Instinct two or whatever, but. Yeah. The the one thing with the Xbox One version that some people didn't like, which I can vouch for, was the um, uh, was like the matchmaking. It it takes hmm. too long to really connect to anybody online. Like I'll be sitting there trying to go into a ranking match, and sometimes I'll be sitting there hung up for about two and a half minutes. And to be honest, a fighting a game long. doesn't yeah your fi- a fighting game doesn't hold your attention that long. That's pretty no. much the the gist of a match. So it, it, it kind of gets frustrating when you're trying to play online and try to boost your rank. But other than that, I mean, they did a good job. If they could just fix their online infrastructure and a better maybe lobby system, I think it would actually do a lot better than what it has. Even though I did give it an 8, and I gave it an 8 simply because for what they did and how well they pulled it off. For, like, visuals... and
0: it's... I, I just want to say you were generous, and I'm really glad that you reviewed it instead of me, because, you know... Did you get the day one edition? I got the Xbox day one edition. Yeah, I Um, did. And I was super thrilled. And when I saw that Killer Instinct was a free title that they kept promoting over and over again, I was stoked. And I was like, yeah, sweet. And I downloaded it. And I was like, what is this crap? (laughs) One character. I just I paid 600 bucks for this machine. And they said there was going to be a free game. And I get this garbage. And I just I played it a few times and just never went back. So I was like, I'm not going to give them my money for all these characters when they lied to me in the beginning i was like that's a cheap way to get people's money and i well, was pissed
1: I, so. I agree with you and what makes me more upset is the fact that the free character they gave you is jago so everybody you play online or anybody you is play pretty much him. is jago yeah and, and the reason why like, i'm not investing <laughs> yeah, they're not going to either a pay the money or b that was the character they played with the most on the demo before they actually bought it, so they don't want to try to learn somebody else. Cause exactly. Because I'll be honest, every character plays literally different. Like, Fulgore plays totally different than uh, Jago, and Orchid plays totally different than Glacius. It's ridiculous. Like, because you, you can't just pick up one character and think you're going to be good at them if you're good with this one. It's, it's yeah. like a totally different fighting style for every single character in the whole entire game.
2: So. so, what do you guys think would be a better way to have handled the free-to-play model? Do you think maybe giving away like four characters and then making like maybe a pack of four characters and another pack of four characters at nineteen ninety-nine each—that would have been a better way to do it? Instead of it seems like yeah, or it don't... seems like everything's a single serving the, the way they did it. I feel it like if they is didn't tout serving. it as a
0: free title like that, and they did something like that where you had to pay five bucks or ten bucks for like a pack of four or five characters. I think I would have been better with that, knowing that, or I paid like an initial like five bucks for the whole the game, and then then I'd pay to expand. But right off the bat, false advertising of saying, "Hey, you get this free game. It's awesome. Download it," and then saying, "Oh, I got to pay for each character or a season pass." Well, I think yeah, I every, could go about everyone by phrasing.
1: Everyone was calling it the most generous demo ever. That's what they yeah. kept calling it because it pretty much is the full game. Um, I mean, yeah, right at the beginning, the arcade mode wasn't even unlocked, so you pretty much were just. Playing one on one, that was it. And if you wanted to, you you had no like normal typical ladder match like you would have on on any fighting game. And there was no story. And that's actually, I'll be honest, I was excited for the arcade mode to hit. And when it did, I was actually kind of disappointed, only because it was very, very overly rushed. Because they just put a quick little, oh well, here's a profile card. Here's pretty much what your character's about. And then at the end, Mm -hmm. it's the most bland endings for any character ever. And it's just, yeah, that's, it's pretty much just right. like, oh, well, let's just pay this homeless guy to write this, uh, write this cue card. <laughs> that, that'll be it.
0: And a homeless guy. <laughs> I'm telling you, cause
1: it's, it's that much creativity, but the only reason Sorry. why I gave it an eight was simply because as a fighting game, aside from story and everything else, it's actually pretty solid. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. And, right. um, the other game I've actually been playing was, uh, actually Metro Redux. I got that for the PS4. Um, I actually originally had it on Steam on the PC, and I always thought it looked incredible on PC because I I could run it Mm -hmm. full ultra settings, no problem. Well, on the PS4, it actually makes it look like a last-gen game, meaning like the the, uh, Steam, like the PC version, looks last-gen. Now... Hmm. I, I would like to point out they did make a Redux version for the PC, which is supposedly able to do four K graphics, which blows my mind. Supposedly, but yeah. To, to, now is it to... Redux allegedly? Is it Redux
0: <laughs> or Redo?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I don't know. I'm just I'm gonna pronounce the X because it seems it, like not Irish, say. not French, bro. Oh, I, man, I, I'm
2: just
0: I'm just being confused.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this guy, but um. And, and of course, if you're going to play it on PC to try to get that 4K quality, you're going to pretty much need a SLI dual uh, GTX Titan. Yeah, you're, you're not
0: going to achieve 4K unless you have a 4K display and a graphics card that can pump it out. Yeah, you're going to so be spending over two useless. grand
1: just for your graphics cards. So yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. And then Ten to grand do
0: that. for a 4K display.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depending on which one you're getting. Yeah. But um, anyway, uh, so I've been playing on the PS4 and. They did a fantastic job creating uh, that that same atmosphere with that survival horror aspect. Um, you know, where it, it's pretty much like the civilization has gone through like a, a dark era where there's a big huge struggle. Every it's it's pretty much it's in Moscow. You're underground in like uh, railroad station, like um, like tram stations underground, and um, there's like this whole like I don't want to get into the story too much because it actually throws you for a huge loop when you get into it because you're you don't know what you're really getting into when you first start the game. You think it's just going to be like a typical old shooter, but it actually has a huge uh a huge storyline thrown in it. Now the the every character has a um what is it like a, a ridiculous accent because obviously they're in Moscow. <laughs> so it mm-hmm. makes me laugh when I listen to some of them talking to me. And whenever the kids in the safe houses talk to me, I, I have to bust out laughing because some of them are so terribly done, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, man, this kid, seriously. But um, I, I think 4A Games, which is a developer on this, because uh, they worked side-by-side with um, Deep Silver. Um, I think they did a good mm-hmm. job actually creating it with the the powerhouse that the PS4 has built in it. And I do understand that Xbox One runs just as smooth as the PS4 one. They actually run both at a fluid 60 frames a second. And I have not seen one hiccup, not one slowdown. So I can actually vouch the fact that they finally grasped a good 1080p solid 60 frames second game that has no slowdown whatsoever. So I commend them for that one.
2: Now, I know you were um you had played Wolfenstein as well, and I was talking about it the other day. Um, I think it was either last podcast or the one previous. But um, I, I know I was say- mentioning I didn't want to spoil anything, and there was a pretty big decision you had to make earlier in the game. Is that kind of similar to something like you were, you know, you were getting into with the story on here? Is there like kind of something that's like a spoiler alert right away? Oh no,
1: not necessarily. When I say spoiler alert, is is because I don't want to tell you what's really causing what's happening to happen because gotcha. you find out kind of early but not really early, it, it, I guess it's to the point where it kind of like, whoa, what, wait, what was that? What I, Did I think that was that? You know what I mean? Like you kind of question yourself mm-hmm. because you get thrown in like these little weird little flashback things and it just it kind of makes you wonder what's really going on until you get a little further because the whole entire, like there's a bunch of crazy, crazy creatures running around, but I don't want to tell you how they're there or why they're there because, you'll I mean... You'll find out if you play into it. But it's crazy the amount of detail they go into because, like, I'll be going near, like, dead bodies that have flies around them, and the flies will actually get on your face and you see them crawling on the lenses of, like, your masks and stuff. So it's cool that they actually went to the detail to try to create that immersive experience. So... But, I I mean... No,
2: I'm not really... Familiar with the game, but is it is it two separate games or is yeah. it a game and an ex,
1: expansion? Well, you can actually buy them separately. Like I got it digitally, um, but if you buy it in mm-hmm. store retail, it's forty nine ninety nine. Um, so and it comes with the first uh, Metro twenty thirty three, and then it comes with the second one, which was uh, Metro Last Light. Um, but if you choose to buy it,
2: is it a f- is it a full flesh sequel or is it an expansion?
1: Full flesh sequel. Okay. So you're getting two full games, fully redone and. Um, like, you know, beautiful, I mean, it's not just, it's not like they sugarcoated it, kind of like, um, you know, where they add a little bit extra polish onto it, like, they literally overhauled it, like, created, like, even the, the beginning menu where you choose new game or continue is a totally dip, different atmosphere compared to the PS3 version or the PC version back when it came out. That's cool. So they, they, they actually took their time to actually create something like i can actually say that this is actually a good remake because they actually changed it so much that it feels like it's a new experience all over again
0: so jeff since you have so much to say about it you're going to be doing a review about it right
1: yeah actually um i'm going to be working on that <laughs> shortly hopefully we're going to be getting out without okay. within the next week so definitely read and see what i give it so that way you can see what i actually felt about it sounds good
2: all right so let's uh, go ahead and move on to the news we'll talk about one of mike's favorite. Uh gaming shows of the year pax prime Woo-hoo. why don't you go ahead and get into that mike
0: sure yeah um so i'm not sure if everybody knows and probably a lot of people do pax prime happened this past weekend from um <clears throat> I believe it was friday to uh sunday and uh yeah it was pretty awesome there's a lot of stuff that came out of that uh we posted up an article i unfortunately wasn't able to go Uh, Since I don't live there anymore, and (laughs) I was just there for my brother's wedding, I didn't get a chance to get to that. Uh, But we did have a writer there, Uh, Lexi. She went and she took some photos for us. What were you gonna say, Aunt?
2: I wasn't gonna say anything. I was just listening.
0: Oh, okay. Um, But yeah, so it's pretty. It it was pretty cool. A lot of things came out of it. Uh, One thing is uh, Mighty Number Nine by Concept. If you guys remember, the original creator of Mega Man. Uh, oh, yeah? Beta access for that yeah. starts tomorrow, which isn't that,
1: is... isn't that for the uh, ones that I guess donated at least eighty dollars on the Kickstarter.
0: Yep, yeah. So people that donated okay. eighty bucks, um, they got early beta access, and that's going to be happening tomorrow, which is kind of awesome. Well, that's cool. I didn't give. Is it that limited
2: bucks. to uh, Steam?
0: Uh, I don't know. Actually, that's a good point. I that is didn't... a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. <clears throat> I would assume it's. For any of the systems, because if you spend eighty bucks on a the game, they're gonna give it to you on all platforms. <laughs> I
2: was I was about to say not that I, I donated anything because I mean I love Mega Man and I love the new game looks, Me but too. eighty dollars is a little that's a little much, little much, much yeah. and
1: especially if it's gonna be as frustrating as the original Mega Man's eighty dollars for that hard <laughs> game is gonna be extremely ridiculous. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm sure it'll be closer to Mega Man X than it will be original Mega Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: another cool thing was uh, Borderlands the pre-sequel prequel. Um, Uh, That was talked about at PAX uh, Prime, and people were able to play it uh, there, as well as see the Telltale version of it, the story, um, which is pretty awesome. I wish I could have got my hands on that.
2: With the new Borderlands, the pre-sequel, I know me and you have completely uh, different opinions about this. I'm yeah. really mad about this game not being out on the next-gen systems. I think it's ridiculous I mean, that they're I'm only upset putting about it, it on the 360.
0: I'm upset about it too, but I played it at E3, and I absolutely loved it. And I still have my 360, and you do too, and that's what we originally played both the other games on and all the DLC. so kind of feels natural and fitting for it to, to be on there. But I wish it was on Xbox One and, and PS4. Um, that would have been yeah, but awesome.
2: I, I I just see Destiny sitting in my PS4 and it's you know it, it, it's, it's, it's not going to be a... to go back to that yeah because yeah, that's coming <laughs> no, out it's hard Tuesday. for me to go backwards
0: I agree I agree, um, you know I don't know, we'll see what happens uh, I'm gonna definitely get it though, uh, but yeah uh, the other thing was uh, let's see here they had a little bit of uh, Sunset Overdrive at PAX which was awesome I played that at E3 and I won what, our multiplayer tournament while I was there. Which was fun, so I'm definitely gonna get that game.
1: <laughs> now, with with Sunset Overdrive, since you've actually played it, um, is is it pretty much? Because every time I watch the video on it, I see it's it's kind of like it's a, I don't want to call it a rail shooter, but in a literal aspect, you're on rails most of the time, simply because you're, you you want to stay moving all the time. Now, you is, you want to
0: stay moving. Yeah, he can grind off stuff and like grind off rails and run around and jump really high and bounce off things. It's not rails, but yeah, you, it's a very like you know new age punk skateboardish type of shooter where you're always wanting to be running and jumping off things and like not be standing still running down corridors you you want to be above it all
1: you know what i actually laughed there was one um ad or trailer for the game and it actually made me laugh pretty darn hard it was uh they put on it, it was back when um ubisoft actually said oh well it's hard to uh to, to create women in Assassin's Creeds, Because I guess everyone was saying, why is it always men? And they were like, well, women, it's harder to animate women in the games. And then mm-hmm. they, um, they actually created a trailer for Sunset Overdrive, and it actually had a girl. And it's like, you can even play as a girl and it's not that hard to animate or something like that and it, and it had him wearing um an assassins creed outfit it was kind of funny
0: <laughs> that's funny that is pretty hilarious that's the thing about i this like that game, game cuz it doesn't uh, take
2: itself seriously that's it really it doesn't
0: nice. it doesn't it's a it's a playful game it's like sarcastic and witty and i i love the feeling of it and the atmosphere so and it,
2: would you liken it to like a third person mirror's edge maybe uh well, I, no, I guess you I
0: could mean, It's it. different altogether, like, in tone and play style. It's not like that at all.
2: Well, I don't mean story elements, but you said you're always running and jumping on yeah, stuff. But, I mean, I, I thought Mirror's Edge as soon as you said that. Yeah, that but not, me not like
0: that. I mean, it's more like a top view or third-person view of, I don't know, I can't even compare it. because I'll tell you what,
1: here's what I think. I think it looks like Jet Set Radio mixed with Dead Rising. That's,
0: that, yeah that's what yeah, that's what i, I guess get out you could of it say that but better controls
2: <laughs> okay okay
0: <laughs> and more fun graphics and storyline i don't know i i would just say check out that game because it's going to be cool um i'm interested I'll move in on it. to the next one that i was going to talk about too really quick is gang beasts uh by it's an indie studio um it's a really f- if you don't know what it is look it up uh it's really cool i believe they're from london i don't know i have to double check that don't quote me on that but uh i actually got a pre-alpha or pre whatever pre-release an alpha release of that game for steam and it's kind of like a smash brothers game like if it went insane and got fed up with everybody and like levels are where like there's four people and they're fighting punching each other trying to throw each other off of a ledge and or into like impending doom like shredders below or over over a ship into the water and drown like it's very um Pop-looking, like the the graphics are kind of like, I don't know, simplistic but poppy, and uh it's hilarious. It's kind of hilarious tone. So you're, you'll have to check so it out. So almost
2: like uh Mad World meets Smash Brothers.
0: Uh, no, because it's three D. It's not. You're talking about the black and white artistic drawing. Well, oh, that
2: yeah, that was three D. It was just all black and white. No, nah, this is
0: colorful. It's kind of like uh clay people beating each other up but like not really clay oh, like clay
1: fighter 64 like oh man
0: it's three. Man. No, <laughs>
2: 63 and a third that's
1: right i don't know <laughs> just
0: look it up okay i don't know <laughs> or no it's a 64
1: and a fourth or something i don't, <laughs> I don't know that game was fun i thought it looked amazing oh, sorry i didn't the mean to talk animations about that are one.
0: ridiculously funny and you're like smacking people and throwing them around and beating them up so it's kind of funny
2: they should bring back uh, Blue Suede Goo. Blue Suede Goo.
0: <laughs> you're kind of a gooey person. so. <laughs> um, oh, right. no. Anywho, let's see here. Um, I believe from the notes that I took from the photos that I have, that's pretty much it. There's tons of more news that came from that. Jeff, do you want to talk about some of the stuff that you're appalled by that came from PAX?
1: That I'm appalled by? Yeah.
0: Yeah. We were talking oh, about that you, earlier you're talking the
1: about the um, the ridiculous uh, amount of open world games that keep remaking. For example, like we got Grand Theft Auto V coming out, that was already yeah. on the last gen. Actually, within the next what is a couple months or something, there's actually Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition coming out for PS4 and Xbox One. And then we've got uh, what is it, Saints Row Four coming out on mm-hmm. PS4 and Xbox One. Like, how many more remakes do we really need? of open world games like that for for everyone to experience. Like I, I think they're kinda getting carried away here for no reason.
2: Well you're kinda seeing why they didn't put backwards compatibility into the PS four and the Xbox One. Yeah, but, yeah, but so a like
1: lot you remake of remake the game I, later
2: <laughs> Exactly. How else are you gonna double dip?
1: Yeah I I understand that. And I mean I mean I guess people had problems with The Last of Us being remade, but I can see The Last of Us being okay and Beyond Two Souls where supposedly that one's being remade. I can see that okay simply because people that actually moved from the 360 to a, PS3 or a PS4, I can see them, that, that was a good move because people that have never played it and they never owned a PS3, they actually get to experience mm-hmm. those games now. But when you, you actually had those open world games that were on every system, they keep remaking them. Like, who's really going to buy Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition?
2: That's my question. Not me. <laughs> yeah, but, but even if, like, even if, you know, even if you, that was the case and you never owned a PS3 and you went to a PS4, if you had backwards compatibility, that's still problem solved. You don't need to remake the game.
1: It's true. You know, I mean, but then again, you and I, we even had the backwards compatible PS3s, and we got rid of them.
2: So. Well, that's because it sounded like a rocket ship taking off, <laughs> but that's a different story on yeah. a different day. <laughs>
0: I don't even have But mine. I mean at
2: least Nintendo when they remake their games I mean look at Wind Waker that's a that was you know what was that three generations old or two generations old by the time it, they remade it Oh yeah and then and, and the, you know Ocarina of Time 3D that that was already uh, what three to four generations old but when they remade different. that I mean
0: That's different though Those are like classic games that were awesome that people wanted to play again on the new system These other so, games are just it, games it, it, to make it,
2: it. <laughs> Well and, that, and that's kind of my point like they're just remaking a game of what like a year later? <laughs> I mean that's just a little ridiculous. Yeah. How, how do you remake a game that's a year old?
1: Exactly. But and it's like with Nintendo, I really want to see them do a remake of an older Mario, like Mario 64 or Mario Sunshine, you know? I think that oh, would be really incredible. I really
2: want Mario Sunshine on my
1: Wii U. I really want Mario Sunshine. <laughs> that would be yeah. pretty cool. If Nintendo's listening, they should definitely take us oh, up on that offer.
0: <laughs> by the way, I have an update. I get my Wii U tomorrow in the mail. It's actually coming. <laughs>
2: So does that mean you're going to be uh, visiting your local GameStop or Best Buy and purchasing Mario Kart 8 tomorrow? Absolutely. Post-nap.
0: Absolutely.
2: Good man. Speaking of that... And you know what? Let's go ahead and uh, segue into a little Mario Kart news. That's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. So last week, um, on the first day of PAX Prime, Nintendo... Well, it was actually the day before, I want to say, it got leaked that... um, uh, you know, what? I think I got my days messed up. I think that was their press release for their holiday games. I think yeah. was you like, were too oh, excited. We're
0: thinking you're thinking about, about that. You forgot the lineup date. And hardware lineup. The hardware stuff and the yeah. stuff came out Pax Prime Friday. So.
2: Okay. Yeah. It it was actually the night before the update went live. It got leaked because it was about to, the update was about to go live in in um in Europe and the UK site leaked out the um the the new DLC that's coming out. And we, I mean, we would eventually found out about it. Yeah, Nintendo. I mean, a, an hour later, Nintendo sent out a press release, you know, talking all about it. But it seems like Nintendo's fixing one of the main issues that I had with the series going into this version. I was kind of hoping for more of a Smash Cart in this <laughs> uh, this Mario Kart. Yeah, who, who wouldn't want to use these other characters? Uh, Absolutely. So Nintendo has this huge catalog of IPs and characters, but yet, like every Mario Kart, and we're on Mario Kart Eight now, is limited to just characters from the Mario mm-hmm. Galaxy, and you know, not the game, yeah, but no the pun Mario intended. Franchise. The universe,
0: the Mario universe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that'll be the next game. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> yes. It will be. But so, so what we've seen is, is we we have two DLC packs. The first one's called Legend of Zelda X Mario Kart Eight. And that one's going to come with a Legend of Zelda cup, and then another retro cup with four tracks in each. So you get a total of eight tracks, and now these are going to be on sale for $7.99, and you'll get both cups with eight tracks, you get um, three characters, and you get four carts. I believe the three characters in the first pack was, uh, what was it, Cat Peach, Tanuki Mario, and Link. Yep. Mm -hmm. And... And I think Blue Falcon was one of the cards that you got in the first pack too, which is pretty awesome. I'm pretty stoked about that. And then the um, the other pack was uh, Animal Crossing pack, and that one you get the Animal Crossing villager, you get Isabel the mayor or the mayor's helper from the the latest Animal Crossing, and Dry Bone Bowser. And then they really didn't go into too much detail because that one's not coming out till May of next year, but that one's also going to be $7.99. But if you purchase them both together, it's $11.99, so you kind of get 50% off one of the packs if you purchase them together. And one of the other cool things is, is while purchasing them, them together, if you uh, purchased them right away and pre-ordered them, you were, got access instantly to having the uh, nine different color Yoshi's and the nine different color Shy Guys, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It, it'll allow you to play as you know Yoshi or Shy Guy without having to be the same color as the other people. Now, why do I do that when I get pre-order my pre-order bonus
0: tomorrow? Can I still pre-order it and get all that cool stuff? Oh yeah, delayed. absolutely.
2: It, it it I don't think they're going to take pre-orders down at all. So it, it it should be pre-orderable up until at least the first one's released. I don't know how they're going to handle it from there. Okay. But it, it'll definitely be pre-orderable through there. What were you saying, Jeff?
1: No, I was saying it's 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 cool that Nintendo's actually doing pre-order bonuses for actually doing it digitally or or just getting it in general. I like the pre-order bonuses, um especially. Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: It, and they um, there. It seems like everything's priced right. That's what that's what I love about it. It's like for the amount of content you're getting. You, I mean, at the, you know, after you get, download the second pack, you'll have fifty percent more tracks. That's just you know, for all, all for twelve bucks. That's great. That's a, yeah, that's a huge really value.
1: Awesome. Yeah, and they're not they're not nickel and diming you for a lot of stuff, which most companies do.
2: Oh yeah, they could charge you two dollars per track if they wanted to. They, I mean, there's no, and that's all they give you. There's nothing stopping them from doing that. But it seems like it seems like with all their games and their DLC, it seems like they're still in the testing phase for what works best. I, I always get that feeling. And uh, but uh, also the the. Uh, update version 2.0 went live what that did is it uh added a shop channel at the bottom of your uh, main menu and that's where you can basically go and purchase your dlc uh that that they have available in there you could also get the uh, free mercedes dlc so i've been rocking around the track with my dlc on um the mercedes dlc online (laughs) so you'll see me (laughs) driving around pimping out but uh (laughs) they also fixed a couple other things with the uh patch they they got rid of the um after each race instead of going to view highlight it goes to next race now so i don't have to keep entering into the highlight and then backing out before i go to the next race which was awesome because that was really irritating
0: i am i am curious what made them choose mercedes over that did Mercedes pay, or you know, like yeah, of course they paid, they did. man. The well, Mercedes opened their checkbooks. A, I, want, I want a Mustang <laughs> go kart. I want a Ford Mustang go kart. Mario Kart. That'd be awesome instead of a Mercedes. Well,
2: kart. If, if Ford wants to pay money, you'll have it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you so, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, what, what was some other news that they announced? I guess. They, oh, the biggest news. You want to just go with the biggest news that they pushed out?
0: You're talking um, about on the. Well, uh day on Friday.
1: No, I'm talking about with Nintendo. No.
2: Well, let's go ahead and talk about Nintendo's holiday lineup because I think yeah. the big news you're you're hinting at was the Japanese-only direct, and we'll get no. into that. But let, oh, let's yeah, stick yeah, with yeah. The, was uh, the Nintendo Japanese of America only. stuff. Yeah, America.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean America. It's it's, it's gonna yeah. come over. You know, it's gonna be over here, Ant.
0: No, oh, it, it will be. I'll start off by saying I already pre-ordered uh, my Amiibos. So, um
2: <laughs> and and that was going to be the first thing. So, they announced that the Mebos are going to cost 12.99 for each figure and they mm-hmm. also announced that it's going to be launching with 12 figures. I'm going to go ahead and name them through real quick and then we'll discuss them. Cool. So, they announced that uh, available at launch will be Mario, Donkey Kong, Peach, Yoshi, Link, Samus, Animal Crossing villager, Kirby, Fox McCloud, Pikachu, Marth and the Wii Fit trainer so uh which ones did you pre-order mike Trainer. Um, <laughs> right
0: off the bat i got i got mario link and samus i'm gonna get a lot more but um <clears throat> surprisingly for being 12.99 each they still want five or six bucks you know to pre-order so i was like yeah i'll wait <laughs> but
2: uh yeah i think when i pre-order i'm just gonna pay him in full that's that that you know is what's the difference between five dollars well, and ten dollars. That's
0: what I did. So if I was gonna be able to pay less to pre-order, I'd have probably done them all. But since I'm just paying them in full, I'm just getting them two or three at a time. So.
2: I actually don't think. So which one? Sorry. No. go ahead. I was
1: just gonna say I actually don't think they're priced that bad. I've seen a bunch of people complaining about the prices for them being twelve ninety nine. And I, I actually think that's fine because Skylanders, they were nine ninety nine, and then if you got a light yeah. core Skylander, they were what eleven ninety nine, and then the Giants were fifteen sixteen dollars. So, with these though, they they already have li- lined up with at least what like five games right now that they they're guaranteed they're going to work with so far.
0: Yeah. So, what content yeah, does and... it unlock though? That's what I want to know. You know exactly. Like, well
2: all they've all they've talked about is Smash Brothers how it'll level up alongside you it'll learn your play style and it can assist you or you can fight against it so so i mean we, we don't really know how it's going to work so mm-hmm. that that's you know that's that's one of the big question marks um, you know, you could all if you have the Gamers Club unlocked at Best Buy, you could also get twenty percent off of the figures with the Gamers Club unlocked, which is great. So it only comes out to like ten bucks per figure. Plus, like, there's there's an extreme amount of detail on them. I mean, if you look at the Samus statue or the Fox one, I mean, they they they're definitely high quality. Oh yeah,
0: for sure. I'm not arguing that at all. They're they're really nice.
2: Did you pre-order any
1: yet, Jeff? Uh, no, I did. I almost did today, but then I was like, you know. Because then we talked about that gamers club unlock thing, and you know if, if you can save money on them anywhere, you might as well. So I was going to wait off for How a little bit. How do you bit. unlock that? What is
0: that? Tell me. I I didn't hear about that.
1: <laughs> well, it's actually it's kind of like you get a discount. Um, normally it's one hundred and twenty dollars for two years, but you save twenty percent off of all your new games. So you get more of a discount than GameStop employees actually get off of their normal like you know employee discount. So because they only get fifteen, so that's actually this incredible. Is a Best Buy? Yeah, it's a Best Buy, but we actually jumped on it, because occasionally they run a special where you can get it for 50% off, so it's only like 60 bucks for two years, and that's kind of hard to pass up.
0: Well, yeah. Are they still doing that, just out of curiosity? Um,
1: I don't know. They usually do it around holidays, so it might be going on now. I'm not 100% sure.
2: Yeah, so, you'll just have to check back yeah. um, at your, you know, just check at Best Buy. I'll definitely let you know next time. I'm, I'm usually your deal guy, so I'll let, <laughs> <Yeah>. you, <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll let you know next time that, that they have it on a, sale for 50%. He's one off. of our
1: CAGs. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah, we visit cheap-ass Gamer a lot, so. Yeah, indeed. It's the only way. But um, so w- which ones are you planning on getting for the Amiibos, Jeff, when you do um, get them?
1: Well, hands down, uh, I'm going to get Link because I'm a huge Zelda fan. Um, so he's guaranteed Mario's guaranteed, uh, Samus for sure. And when it gets up to my other ones, you know, I, I don't know. Like it's, it's hard for me to decide. I, I might actually, I might actually let my kids decide and say, Oh, you want Pikachu? <laughs> well here, get that one. You know, I might let them actually choose one so they can have one. So when they play smash brothers with me, but I, I'm definitely going to get the top three right there, Samus and Link and Mario for sure. But the other ones, I'm yeah, still... Yeah, I mean,
2: I, I'm definitely going to grab the, the you know, the big three Nintendo oh, franchises. Yeah. Um, I'll probably pick up Yoshi as well, day one, just so I have, like, a different character. Uh, you know, go, going from there, I'll probably pick up one, you know, one or two a month going forward. But it really all depends on how they interact with the games. Like, I'm really curious to see how it interacts with Mario Kart 8 and how it interacts with Toad's, uh, yeah. Captain Toad's Or, or Yoshi's Trackers.
1: Woolly World.
2: Uh yeah, I mean I'm not really too worried about that right now because that's that's still out in 2015. So I, I'm you know I'm just worrying about games no. that are releasing. This, they can actually this holiday. use it right away. I get you. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so Nintendo on uh, on Friday they they announced amiibos. They also announced that if you buy ber- both copies of Smash Brothers, <laughs> oh gosh. and register them, you will get a premium soundtrack. So. Um that's pretty cool. Yeah. I I they definitely some incentive to buy the 3DS version. I've been on the fence about it. I I still I still don't know if that's enough to push me into purchasing it. Yeah. Um I'll definitely be getting the Wii U version, but I I'm still on the fence about the 3DS version. I think I'd rather, you know, get Fantasy Life first if I was going to buy a 3DS game this
1: holiday. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I really hope with the Wii U version, I really hope there's voice chat integration because if there's not voice chat integration where we can talk smack to each other, it's it's Gonna lose its fun, in my personal opinion. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's one of my issues with Mario Kart. As as much fun as I have playing it online, it it's like oh, I can't almost do long gaming sessions of it just because I feel like, you know, I, I want to just be able to talk to somebody. I feel if you know you're just sitting there in silence for an, an hour playing, you I'd rather be you know chatting with people and
0: play at the same time.
2: No, you can't. You if you're using the video chat app on the Wii U, that's all you can do.
0: Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Cool. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> they they also um they also announced a new playable character, which kind of almost solidified the the leaked images that we were talking about in the last pod- podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, they they announced Shulk from Xenoblade, and uh they showed a pretty nice alternative outfit for our friend Jeff over there. Um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway,
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess it's Zero Suit Shulk, right? Yeah. I'm
0: excited for that one. That'll be cool.
2: Yeah, Shulk's cool. I mean, he definitely looks very unique. how You can change between his uh, the powers just like you could in the Xenoblade game, mm-hmm. um, and, and it'll do different attacks depending on which uh, art you're using.
1: Yeah, I um, I'm see. interested to see how he plays, though. That's for sure.
2: Well, I, it, you know, it's it. There's a lot of characters with swords in this game. I noticed. Uh, you know the the. The past iterations usually had Link, uh, Marth, Roy. You, you, really, not too many with swords. I mean, there's there's probably what seven or eight people with swords in this version. Well,
0: yeah. It seems that way, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it all balances out.
2: Yeah, I think you could even put a sword on your Me Fighter, right? Well, yeah, you
0: can. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I mean, that, that's it. there. You go. That's even. I. I. But I think I think that kind of does balance it out in a way because most people would always pick Marth or Roy or Link so i i think that gives you more options at least it's yeah true. that's true because i i know when you play smash <laughs> you're
1: always marth <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> can't argue marth man he's it's a beast
0: <laughs> um but yeah after that what else came out they had they, a couple there was packages. a uh the, the which one the couple uh of the the wii u bundles
2: Oh, yeah, they had the uh, Mario Kart Eight bundle that comes with Nintendo Land. That was a Walmart exclusive. That's gonna be two ninety nine, and then the rest of the retail world will be getting the Super Mario three D World bundle that comes with Nintendo Land for two ninety nine, which both are very good b- values. Um, you really can't go wrong with either one of the games. Sure. It just depends on what you are more into. You want a racing game or you want a you know full fledged Mario game. But they're both great games. Nintendo Land's another pretty good game that you get at for three hundred bucks. That's a really good value. I agree. Um, They gave Bayonetta a release date of Finally. October 24th. Yep. And also, right before we started recording the podcast, Nintendo tweeted out that they will be having a Nintendo Direct on Thursday. Sweet. All about Bayonetta 2. So <laughs> maybe uh, they'll announce Bayonetta as a playable character in Smash. That'd be pretty awesome. Oh, that'd that be ridiculous.
0: Be awesome. We even talked about that, of hoping that she would yeah. be in there.
1: You know, this has to be the most expansive uh, roster on a, a smash game to get like they just keep adding and adding and adding
2: yeah i'm I'm worried about how balanced the characters are going to be
1: that is a worry especially the fact with the me characters where you can actually choose fighting styles and create your own little type so it, it kind of makes it seem like you have i mean you have a lot of control but you know i, I just hope they're not all like mere images of each other Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I I I hate the clones that they always put in there. Like Doctor Mario. Like if you're gonna make Doctor Mario, I guess make it a different skin, but don't give him his own character selection spot. Yeah, because I mean it's, it's almost he's the same, same set. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's almost the same as normal Mario. So
2: yeah, it's just a set of a fireball, to pill. Yeah, right. I mean it's the same thing though.
1: Yeah.
0: I agree. And um, what else? I'm trying to think. Oh wait, uh, the two DS.
2: Oh, yeah, there's uh, three bundles of the 2DS coming out for 129 each. each. Um,
1: I still don't get the 2DS there's blue, personally.
2: <laughs> red and green. And they come with Mario Kart 7. Well, I,
1: I yeah. like what you're saying, Mike. You're saying you still don't get the 2DS?
0: Yeah, I have a well, 3DS XL. Why would I want a 2DS? Well, I don't th- get
1: it. It's, they're branching out towards a market for younger kids because cause I'll be honest. Um, there's a bunch of uh, kids and parents, and like they get frustrated. They spend so much money on a, on a normal 3DS, or what was it, $180 or so? And, and mm-hmm. they would end up breaking the hinges on the, the the clamshell screen. So because of that, Nintendo's like, well, let's not do that and create one that's specifically designed for kids so they actually don't break that hinge. Because I'm going to assume that their statistics came in that that was the number one thing that kept breaking on their system, so they might as well... um you know, appease towards the younger generation. That so makes not... a
0: lot more sense. I mean, I don't have kids, so I don't think about that. I'm just looking yeah. at it going, that's stupid. I have a 3DS. What do, <laughs> do I want a 2DS?
2: Exactly. It doesn't flip. <laughs> and uh, they, they run deals on it all the time where you can get one for $100. I mean, that's really affordable for, yeah, you know, if, if you're a parent buying it for a kid. And and most of the time, all they really you want to get for your kids like Mario Kart, Mario, 3D World, I I mean, 3D Land. But, you know, there's not too many. They're not like gamers like me, you know, we're gamers like most parents are just going to look at games, they're going to buy them whatever's cheap or whatever they're asking for, which isn't going to be much. So, you know, younger kids and parents aren't really going to go towards the, the you know, the more expensive handhelds. That's why the Vita doesn't sell. That's why, yeah. you know, it, it's a tough sell even on the 3DS sometimes yeah. and in some instances.
1: Hey, guys, just letting you know, I'm going to actually have to head off here because I got to, you know, get going in for the night. So I got some All stuff right. I got to take care of. All right. All right. Well, we we will uh, talk to you next week then. Oh, absolutely, right. absolutely. Thanks, but uh, Jeff, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Yeah, no problem. All right. See you guys later.
0: All right. See ya. All right. Um. So yeah, I guess the next uh thing was you talked about Captain Toad already in Treasure Trackers.
2: Uh, yes, we did. Um, they still haven't given a date to that though, which is kind no. of weird. Like I, I figured they would have given a date. I mean, it's still listed as holiday. I mean, Smash Brothers still listed as holiday. But I mean, how much closer yeah. can we get to the holiday?
0: I do not know. I don't know. I saw a cool yeah, poster of know. it. We have we had. I think we posted a photo of it online. Um, Lexi took one at PAX Prime, um, and then they announced the Hyrule Warriors DLC.
2: Yeah, they said that, um right away when it launched, it, you know they had the they had the costume sets that we had talked about, um and they said there's gonna be game modes that'll you know and a large amount of content later on, so I'm I'm interested in seeing what it is. I I think they're gonna stay away from doing anything um you know crazy like before they launch out. But I, I'm not really 100% sure what they're gonna, you know, where they're gonna go with with mm-hmm. the DLC. Like, I, I they're gonna let the game launch and they'll announce it later on. But I don't think they wanna like sell the game before they launch it and be like, yeah, well, you know, you can now get this adventure mode pack for twenty dollars, and then yeah. now you're looking at eighty dollars.
0: I completely agree with you on that. That'd be a really bad move move on them. I think if they did that before they even launched yeah, the game.
2: I, Well, you know, and and they've handled the DLC pretty well. If you look at, like, Mario Kart, they waited till... I mean, what, we're in August. They released the game in May. Or no, we're in September now. But they released the game in May. They really didn't announce the DLC to the end of August. So, I mean, it was a good two, three-month window between when the game launched and when they actually announced DLC coming for it. So, you know, everyone had their game. We didn't have any clue that DLC was coming down the line. They didn't even hint at it. And then all of a sudden, one day, you know, when they did the update... Boom! Here's our DLC. So, I mean, they'll they'll be I think they'll be smart with Hyrule Warriors. As with uh, most of the Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warrior games, those things are packed full of DLC. So I'm sure we'll see some DLC for sure. But I, for what it is, uh, besides like outfits and skins, I I don't know. Yeah. We'll know a little bit more probably later in the year. I would imagine. Um, they also announced a. Uh, ultimate nes remix for the 3ds and the nes remix pack for the wii u yeah, I, I think that. the <laughs> the pack was really because maybe they didn't sell as much as they thought it would downloadably plus it also fills in the december gap at the end of the year i mean it, they're releasing it december 5th so that'll smart. be like a big christmas yeah. push yeah i really hope the box art looks like an nes game like to yeah. me that'd be so cool
1: and if, i hope there's the good
2: box games on it, like, to it to,
0: to be, be honest with you <laughs> I'll be completely... Because I don't want them filling it with filler crap for 30 bucks. You know what I mean?
2: Well, it's it's going to be the two NEX Remix games that they released on the Wii U e, uh, eShop originally.
0: Oh, okay. I, I don't remember what was in them specifically, so...
2: Yeah, yeah. Basically, I, I I don't know if you've ever played them, but what it is is it, it it's not it's not their whole game. It's they basically take little portions of the game and make challenges out of it. Have you oh. ever played WarioWare for yeah, the yeah. Game Boy Advance? Of course. It's yeah. very similar, like a WarioWare games where you're just doing really short challenges. Like okay. For instance, you'll be playing Punch Out, and it'll say you know knock down Glass Joe, or you'll be playing Kirby, it'll be like you know de- defeat the tree, like stuff like that. Okay and and it'll just be it's like short challenges you get graded on like time how many you know how many lives you lost stuff like that it's it's they're really fun games and they're they're definitely worth 15 bucks a piece on the eShop or if you know you go out and get the pack for $30 it's worth it for there um i'm not sure how they're going to do the 3ds one cuz they didn't they, they didn't say if it's like both NES Remix One and Two mixed together. All they did was say that there's a selection of 16-bit games, of hmm. 16 eight-bit games. Do you sorry. think that's going to be this but, digital,
0: or are they going to make a little cartridge out of that? No,
2: no. Those are both those are both uh, going to be available in store. Oh, okay. And, and as know. well, they're already available on the eShop for the Wii U. But um, the one for the 3DS should be out on the eShop the same day on the December fifth.
0: Okay. Very cool. Um. Is that all of our Nintendo news? We had a lot of Nintendo news today.
2: Um uh, well they had the they had the the Nintendo Direct that was a Japanese only direct.
0: Oh, that's right. You you had the you were talking about that. There was a release of a system, right?
2: Yeah, they announced a new 3DS system and it's called the New 3DS, <laughs> which is pretty Pretty bad name. Um, hopefully, yeah. when it comes to America, they call it like the Super 3DS, like paying homage to Super Nintendo. Um, basically, they, they added some new functionality to it. They instead of having the Dual Pad Pro or whatever they called it, um, they now added a little C stick up above to the left of the buttons, so that it'll be dual analog. Um, they uh, they made it go to a micro sd card instead of an sd card you can now actually view your system in 3d from any angle and it'll track your eyes so it'll oh, actually great. know where you are and give you the yeah it, that's really cool and it'll it'll give you the um the almost optimal viewing performance depending on where you're you know how you're looking at it they uh, announced there'll be um a better processor in it uh better um what else did they say uh, i think more ram uh, a better graphic card would be in it. It basically, it's an it, it's actually an enhanced system. It's not just a different model. They they've actually upped it a little bit, and they also announced uh, Xenoblade Chronicles was going to come out exclusive to it, oh, a port of the Wii game. So it's immediately.
0: I'm excited. I yeah, hope they bring that to the U.S. because you know. i I
2: think they will bring it to the u.s it's not if it's when i think that's the question they really need i I think they want to sell 3ds's during the holiday season before they announce the new one and and i I think they they wanted to hold off on announcing the new one that way you know if you're on the fence about getting a 3ds you're not like oh i'll just wait for the new 3ds to come out also
0: too they said that you could use amiibos possibly with the new one right
2: yeah, it's built in, actually. It, it's yeah. right underneath the um, the bottom touchscreen. It has the Amiibo uh, base built into it. Um, They're they going to release an adapter for the other ones that plug into one of the ports on it, but this one will actually have it built in, so that's that's another great feature. Um, yeah, it, and I've seen a side-by-side comparison of Xenoblade Chronicles for the Wii and for the new 3DS, and it looks identical, so that means it's that's already awesome. up to Wii par graphics, which is great.
0: Yeah, I can't That's, wait a, for that. that's actually a huge jump. I would get that immediately and trade my 3ds XL in just to get that.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I really don't want to get rid of my XL. I have the Zelda edition. Well, it's still but gonna be backwards I,
0: compatible, right? Or is it not?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, it's still gonna play all the old games. Oh, okay. Um, but it, you know that it's kind of weird because they're kind of dividing the fan base amongst. Like, I mean, if they release a whole bunch of new games that only play on that new system, you're kind of dividing the game. You are. You know, the fan base of or That's the true. you know the system install base but you know for the most part I, i'm i'm excited about it I, I i think it the 3ds really needed the push and power if you've ever tried to like go on the internet or use the web or the miiverse on there it's awful yeah it, you know it's, it's almost unusable. <laughs> it's almost unusable um but you know it's going to be around the same price as what the 3ds is selling for now so i think maybe they'll eventually phase out the 3ds that they have out out now they're just going to probably you know, use this holiday season to try to sell through, and you know, lower their quantities, and then they'll they'll probably just replace it with this new one cool. going forward. Um the 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 last bit of news coming out, they uh had a little bit of Resident Evil news.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Um, I don't know much about that actually. You can talk about that. I do know that they released The Sims 4 today for the PC. <laughs>
2: I <laughs> see I don't know anything about The Sims 4 yeah. I haven't played a Sims game since like the original Sims well
0: I will tell you that it's a lot more awesome than the older Sim games which I wasn't a fan of but this time I'm gonna I'm gonna get this one cause it's really cool is it online? Um, eh, I think I don't know I'd have to check I actually didn't notice i i saw that e3 in a demo and i played it a little bit
2: if it's not online i'm not getting it because to it, me like how are you going to have a social game that's not actually social
0: i think it is i don't don't quote me on that but i believe it is i'll have to double <laughs> check that i'll get back with you next podcast but yeah i know that okay that sounds good they announced what the resident evil 2015 and then also uh resident evil revelations 2 remake
2: yeah, so let, let's. We'll, we'll no the Reson- the Revelations Two is not a remake. Oh, uh, the, that's the 2015's new title. The twenty fifteen's the remake. Yeah. Yeah, the twenty fifteen's a remake of the original game. It's a remake of the remake of the original game. So it, it's it. I mean, I love the remake for the GameCube. I thought it was one of the coolest things they did because they basically overhauled the whole first game and made it look absolutely gorgeous on the GameCube mm-hmm. and. It, you know, it, it was fun playing through it that time. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I could play through the first Resident Evil, especially if they're not going to fix the controls and save the agree. same clunky controls. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, you know, m- maybe a reboot or, you know, a reimagining would be nice, mm-hmm. but a remake, uh, I mean, the, to me, they're just trying to <laughs> cash in.
0: Oh, totally, totally cashing in. So, But yeah, if they did a reboot, that'd be great. I would totally play that, uh, especially on next-gen consoles. And one of the... Th-
2: yeah, and one of the things that didn't sit well with me is the fact that they're not putting on either one of the games on a Nintendo console. Uh, I, you know, Resident Evil remake was first on the GameCube. Resident Evil Four was first on the GameCube. Um, really? You know, Resident Evil Revelations was first on the 3DS, and now none of these games that they announced are on any Nintendo system. That's like, surprising. That really doesn't Capcom
0: sit well. always played nice with Nintendo.
2: Yeah, I I think like Re- maybe like the Wii U release of Revelations didn't sit well with well with them cuz I know that didn't sell very well, sure. but it, the best selling version of it was on the 3DS. So you would at least imagine that Revelations <laughs> 2 would have been on the 3DS. Yeah,
0: you would you would think that. It would make sense logically to do that.
2: Yeah, I just like I I didn't get that. And and you know, I didn't really see much. I seen like a little teaser trailer from the Revelations 2 but it, it it's kind of silly to me that they like almost split the Resident Evil franchise between the Resident Evil main series and now Resident Evil Revelations and then they even had like Operation Raccoon City it's like they, they have all these like spin-offs you know concentrate on your main game like Resident Evil 6 was horrible like you <laughs> yeah. you, like, you I wish, like, I wish they would spend as much time, you know, on their main franchise making that actually worth buying, besides, like, going off on all these offshoots. Honestly, I thought Resident Evil Revelations was better than, you know, 5 or 6. I thought it was the best one I played since 4.
0: I liked 5, to be honest with you, but...
2: I liked the co-op in 5. I don't like yeah. the story in 5.
0: Okay. I didn't like how That's it was, fair. like...
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I just didn't like how, like, people were, like, these insane... Like fast running zombies, almost like World War Z zombies. Yeah, that's where true. they're they're just like running after you. I I don't know. I like the more. I like the. Story I, I, of I didn't six, like,
0: But didn't like the gameplay of six.
2: Yeah, I like the more survival elements of it. I didn't like how it turned into an action game. Yeah, I liked it back when it was about survival. And and I didn't like it because it was survival because the controls were bad. I like you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I felt like so most of the time I was fighting against the controls more than I was fighting against oh, the actual enemies. Oh, like, absolutely!
0: I didn't hit that button. I hit this. <laughs> Do this. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> but yeah, I remember those frustrating moments of playing that. Um, but yeah, I think we made it through all our news, didn't we?
2: Yeah, that's that's about it. There's a lot of Nintendo news this week. Um, you know, we'll have more Nintendo news next week with the Bayonetta. Yeah. our um not podcast but the um Nintendo Direct coming up and uh, you know I'm excited to see what they're going to announce. They've been having uh, developer diaries on nintendo.com oh, um nice. and they you know they, they've discussed different things. They talked about the different game modes, they talked about the music. So, you know that they've been giving away a little bit of stuff here and there for it so I'm really curious to see what they do and they've talked even about the Bayonetta 1 that's included in there how they added the extra suits for Nintendo where they have like the Samus suit the Princess Peach suit and the Zelda (laughs) suit yeah. Yeah, I mean they've they've already given away a lot, so I wonder like you know, I wonder how long the direct's gonna actually be and how much information we're gonna get from it. And, and I wonder if it's gonna be just specific to Bayonetta or if we're gonna see other things yeah, as well. Yeah, integrations
0: in into other game and other platform games like, you know, within the Nintendo world. Yeah, we'll see.
2: Yeah, I, I don't I, I mean I I know we know it's the October 24th and I know we already know that we're getting fan out of 1 and 2. I wonder if they're going to give us a something special if we register it on Club Nintendo like in the first month or something. It seems like there's something they've been doing lately.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. They may. They want people to use it so bad, that's why they're doing that, so. <laughs> yeah,
2: and I I hope they I hope they maybe talk a little bit more in depth about the co-op mode and the online mode that they have.
0: That would be cool to hear. I agree.
2: Yeah, because I, I will definitely be playing co-op on that, as I'm sure you will be. Oh,
0: yeah, I'll be picking that up for sure. I cannot wait. I'm just really excited to get my Wii U. Uh, I'm going to be buying <laughs> a bunch of games. And you'll see I'm more... really excited
2: for you to get on Mario Kart 8 <laughs> so we can uh, and people play that see, online. That's really fun.
0: You'll, you'll see my reviews start to be a little bit Nintendo and then go back to Xbox. and so. I'll be jumping around in my reviews. But uh, I want to close out the podcast with just talking about super quick um, uh, Episode 2 of my Diablo 3 PS4 uh, commentary walkthrough on uh, very difficult mode, uh, expert mode. (laughs) Uh, That that episode is going to be out later tonight, most likely tomorrow because I have to edit the podcast tonight and take care of all that business. But um, also, too, if you didn't check out our Episode 1 of Infamous First Light PS4 walkthrough video, check it out it's on our youtube channel it's also on um gamegravy.com site and uh, that's pretty much it
2: yeah Yeah. did you have you seen any movies lately
0: no actually i i haven't i mean i i watched divergent the other night because i bought it for blu-ray but that's pretty much it and i read all the books but yeah
2: that's sad but i don't even know what that is you
0: better learn So. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna have to check it. I just been watching Breaking Bad, really. So oh, I just I Catching finished up. that
0: actually. Um, a yeah, week I'm, ago. I'm only
2: in the end of season two right now. I haven't finished oh, it yet, but it gets so good. Yeah, so so far I like it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good.
0: It gets way better. I I was bored with it the first season, and I almost did, I didn't watch it for a long time, and I bought them all on Black Friday, and then I was traveling a lot and started watching them. And I think season two is right where it starts to get addicting. And I was like, I can't. I need to keep watching more. I can't stop watching. So, and I, I think, uh, my last holiday break, I blazed through the rest of it with my family and, uh, yeah, <laughs> we watched.
2: Yeah, all. I was I was trying to finish it up before Arrow season two came on Netflix, but I just seen that Arrow season two's uh, September fourteenth, mm-hmm. so I probably will have to put uh, Breaking Bad on the back burner once Arrow comes out because I want to try can. to catch up with Arrow before it comes back on TV.
0: I'll here, I'll help you out. Breaking Bad is way better than Arrow.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Arrow's pretty good.
0: No, it's not. Not as good as Breaking Bad. I think a lot of people would agree with me on that. Yeah, Arrow's interesting, but Breaking Bad's just kick ass. It's phenomenal.
2: Yeah, but so. Arrow's about comic book characters, so right away that makes it awesome
0: badass so (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and i am a huge and of all people you know i'm a huge comic book fan so (laughs) i have comic books i read them all not all a lot and then i watch all the movies and i own them so don't get me wrong i'm gonna be watching arrow as well so we can talk about that (laughs) later Anywho, all right, let's sign off on this, and then uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode four of our Game Gravy Rewind podcast, and we will talk to you next episode.
2: Oh, guess what, Mike? What? Next podcast is
0: Destiny Day. (gasps) Oh, yeah. We'll have a lot to talk about. Our podcast may be even super short that day, or it could be really long. You never (laughs) know.
2: (laughs) I'm going to definitely guess it's probably going to be, like, 15 minutes because we're going to want to get online and start playing Destiny.
0: Absolutely. I agree. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening.
2: Alright, thanks.